friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 416 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, we're talking about judgment, judging ourselves, judging others. What does it mean? What do we do with that information? What do we do next? I have many thoughts on this, and I want to share them. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it poppin'. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestroized. Three, two, one. What up, my podcast people? Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. So let's do the little rundown. The knee continues to do great. I had Anna treat me, and so she. I just had boss up. Monday's episode, I'm like, I'm all over the place right now. Monday's episode was a guest episode, brought Jill Fit back in. If you haven't heard that one, listen to it. Definitely check it out. Just I love that woman so much, and we have the best time. And I asked the audience a question during that episode, right in the beginning, actually. And a bunch of people got back to me, and I want to hear from you. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, listen to this one first, of course, and then go back and listen to that. So thank you, Courtney, for linking that. So had a guest episode on Monday. I didn't record an episode, obviously, then, a short episode to go out on Monday, and we're doing it now. During that time, uh, we hosted Boss Up, which was fucking amazing. Just I'm, I'm going to do an episode about it at some point. I'm still riding the high slash coming down from it. it just it was a lot. People came in early. They came from around the world. Laura Jean, Erica Eweb. We had Mickey. You know, they're in from Australia and New Zealand. People coming from Canada, just from all over. And it was fucking amazing. So still riding that. We'll do an episode about it when I feel like it. But I also had Anna, you know Anna, love me some Anna, Movement Rev. She treated me and really helped the knee out. So things were going great, actually. They're continuing to progress, progress uh, great. And I was no worse for the wear after Boss Up. So I was standing up, talking, teaching. And I actually felt better at the end of the day. It was no like increased swelling or anything like that. I did wear my brace. I didn't use my crutches. I used my crutches to like get there and, and you know get back home, but didn't use them at the event. Was just able to walk around. And then Anna came over on Saturday after the event was done. It was, it was Thursday, Friday. And she treated me and did her Anna magic and if you haven't checked her out yet, folks, please, I've brought her back on. I brought her on the podcast. If you can link that, Courtney, thank you. Uh, I talk about her swelling protocol all the time. It really just changed me and my body and my life. And if I was still practicing, I would 100% be taking her mentorship and learning from her and utilizing her approach mixed in, what I, mixed in with what I know to treat, right? The way she teaches, it's not about replacing your whole system. It's about adding to it, making your assessment a bit better, helping you understand where to start and not working against the body, not working against your patient's body and also listening to your own body. It's just, in my opinion, a way better way to treat and work. And again, like I said, if I was treating still, I would 100% do that. So worked with Anna and terminal knee extension, that's really was kind of what was the most 
limited or just uncomfortable and kind of 20 to 30 degrees of knee flexion. It just didn't feel great. It didn't feel horrendous, but it just didn't feel right. And Anna was like, you know, there's a possibility there was like a slight dislocation. And I was like, that's what it feels like. It feels like things are just kind of out of place. So she did some amazing stuff, feeling way better. I'm walking around now, no, no brace, no crutch. I'm able to go up and down the stairs. It's I, I don't want to say that I'm tentative. I am tentative, but I also just don't have the strength there. And, you know, my shit just atrophies in one day. It's actually only been two and a half weeks since the injury, but my shit atrophied in that fast. Um, so there's weakness there, and there was, you know, soft tissue damage that happened. I don't think it was necessarily as severe, um, definitely, as it could have been. But uh, I'm walking around. I can go up and down the stairs. I'm going for longer walks. Tissue tolerance is good. I'm, I'm you know working on more of the physical rehab portion now as opposed to before is put out the fire tend to the tend to the tissues make sure that I'm eating the right stuff sleeping and things like that really looking at that healing side and so we're still doing that but now the focus is more on strengthening and and regaining functionality so that's where the knee is at it's doing amazing and I will die on that hill that physical therapy is the best fucking first career for so many reasons but in this case I can treat myself. I can work on myself. I I know what a good provider looks like. I know who to trust. It's brought me so many connections. And worst case scenario, folks, if the internet died, I could go back and do this and I would be damn good at it. I know what I'm doing. So there's that. Um, I talked about boss up. Those are really the two things that I wanted to, uh, you know, announce. And then actually, you know, the third legacy legacy applications that was actually what a large part of monday's episode was about legacy applications will close tomorrow if you're listening to this on the day it drops it will drop thursday october 20th legacy applications or applications for legacy the legacy mentor mind which is the group coaching program that i'm on with jill it's for intermediate plus online female business owners intermediate plus not beginners um that closes on friday tomorrow October 21st the applications for that so if you're interested you want to learn more hit me up dm me you can also check out the information page and that's where you can also apply and that's going to be jillfitprograms.com forward slash legacy it's all lowercase courtney thank you for linking that um so yeah stoked about that Stoked that we're running it again this will be round number three the next round will be 2024 so we open applications the year before uh that we're going to start typically around October. And then we let people in. We do two preschool calls in November and one in, Dece- one in December. So one in November, one in December. And then we officially start in January. So I've had some people ask like, when's the next round going to be? 2024. So we'll run it again next year. We likely will run it again next year. I'm not trying to be like, if we run it, there's a good chance. It probably will. Uh, we will launch it in October of 2023 and it will start in, no, in January of 2024. Okay, those are all the little announcements. And today I want to talk about judgment. And this actually came up from a discussion that I had with JPB. Great homie of mine. She's going to be in the podcast at some point when it feels good for her. But she was at Boss Up and we were talking about judgment. And the big thing, number one, is judging people, judging yourself, having judgment is normal. It is human. It's not inherently a bad thing. I brought this up at Boss Up because one of the things that we have the opportunity to do as leaders is choose, and as humans obviously, but in the context I was speaking about is that one of the things we have the opportunity to do as leaders is choose to suspend judgment. So I did a bunch of episodes about and also with uh, Inquisitive Human, James Olivia Chu Hillman, 
Courtney, if you could link those, I think there's like two or three episodes, that'd be awesome. And during their um, skills intensive that I was a part of, one of the skills that you learn is UPR or unconditional positive regard. And that is, like I said first, a skill. And you choose to use this skill. And you choose, you make the choice, the decision to suspend judgment. We all have judgment. I actually think we would be dead if we didn't. If we didn't judge, we'd be like, oh, everything's great and fine. And then like a lion eats you or something like that, right? Like it just, there's a reason for this. It's not bad. And this came up during the, during boss up. And we were speaking to one of the attend. I was speaking again about it to one of the attendees. She had asked a question and Laura Jean, my love, my confirmation bias buddy. If you want to link that episode, Courtney, thank you. I know we listen, we're linking 97 million episodes today and they're all good. Uh, but Laura Jean spoke up and was just like, judgment gives you an opportunity to bring yourself closer to your values and identify your values. And I was like, fuck yes, preach. I put my hand up, I closed my eyes and I was like, hallelujah, preach it, speak it. James Olivia talks about this, Laura Jean talks about this, and actually... If you listen around the edges, this conversation came up in Rachel Strickland's episode as well. And as a way for you to reflect on yourself and your own values. I truly believe that when it comes to judgment, what we have the opportunity to do is pause and then say, do I care about this? Do I care about why I have this judgment? And that gives us the opportunity to respond as opposed to react because the reaction is judgment and that's fine. Again, it's normal, it's human, it's not bad. Then the response is why? What does it mean? I think what happens sometimes with judgment is we actually covet. We're not necessarily judging, purely judging that person. It's that we, if I, if I look at the definition of covet, it's yearn or possess, yearn to possess or have something. So sometimes when we feel like we're judging someone, it's actually because we're like, actually, I want what they have. I want, you know, the, the thing that comes to mind immediately is someone that's kind of outspoken and we judge them. But part of us is actually like, I wish I could stand up and speak like that. I wish that I could express what I want to say in that way and it bothers me that they can do it and that I can't do it right it holds up a mirror there the flip side of this is that sometimes we see something and we judge because we're like fuck that is not in alignment with my values we take a breath right that breath gives us a pause and that's in general right that's science and in general that breath will give us a pause it will give us a moment to respond instead of just reacting and we say why am I judging? Is it that I covet? Is it that I want it? Is it it's holding up a mirror on something that I wish I could do? Or is it that this, and I look at my values, that is not in alignment with my values. And I think we can think of a million instances where we're like, fuck, that ain't in alignment with my values. Like I think about the easiest example, like if someone does something bad to animals, fuck yeah, I judge. And I'm not trying to suspend judgment. They're terrible. That's it, period. That person is terrible. Yeah, we can go into things and they've had a hard life. I don't fucking care. I judge and I choose not to suspend that judgment. It's not in alignment with my values. But with other things, and I think namely what I was thinking about as I was kind of drafting this episode, if you will, is when we judge ourselves. And this came up at Boss Up in response 
to the idea of being perfect and perfectionism. And when Jill and I teach, we are always, at least I say this, it's a soft suggestion. I don't want, you know, mini, mini maestros. I don't want maestro minions or anything like that. This is a soft suggestion as to how I do things. And my whole goal is always that you take it and you make it your own. You take it and you take what serves you and you leave the rest. It's not like this is the only way to do it. And I can understand when a, a person has, well, let's say insecurities. I'm going to use that word and I'm not using it in a pejorative way. If there are insecurities there, right, because we see everything that we're not. I believe that was Jess from Bend, Oregon, Oregon said that to me at one of the events that I was speaking at. And I was like, that's phenomenal. We see everything that we're not. And when we do that, what you may see when I'm presenting or when Jill's presenting right at BOSIP is like perfection. I don't think it's perfect. I made those slides the night before. So, you know, I, but I'm fine with it. They did. They were great. But you may see everything that you're not or you think you're not. And you're like, oh, look, they put that thing together and you're able to do that. And you're seeing the things that we're able to do that perhaps you weren't able to do. And you're totally discounting and discrediting the fact that we've been doing it for a million fucking years. I think I've literally given like one million presentations, like, literally. And so you're not seeing any of that. You're just like, okay, look at this. It's a polished end result. And I can't do that. And this, and Maestro is saying that this is the way to succeed. And I can't do that, which means I can't succeed. And then there's a judgment, a self-judgment, whether it's like, I'm not good enough. I can't do that. So the person that spoke up was like, I am neurodivergent and I have ADHD. And sometimes when I do sales pages or send emails, there are typos. The last email that I sent, there was, uh, the date was wrong. And, you know, she was incredibly emotional about this. And I was like, I get it. If we're living in a world that says you got to be perfect and you're like, I can't do that. I physiologically, neurologically cannot do that. I cannot be like that. That's, that's hard, right? If someone's saying this is the only way to succeed and you're like, I can't do that. That is incredibly difficult. And I, I want to valid, validate that. I hear you and I see you. My response to this and Laura Jean's response to this is that this is an opportunity for us to assess our values. And so if we're judging ourselves or we're judging others and we're judgment can be positive too, right? We judge them and we put them in positive regard. We hold, you know, high esteem for this person. This is an, an opportunity to say, is this judgment based in my values? What does this judgment say about my values? And oftentimes I think when there is a self-judgment, we have to take a moment and say, is this judgment that I'm having, this negative judgment I'm having about myself, rooted? I'm going to internally laugh about rooted because my Australians told me that means something else over there than it does here. You can probably guess. Feel free to text me or DM me your guesses. I love the interaction. Uh, but it's an opportunity to say, is this rooted in society's standards and values and beliefs? Or is this judgment rooted in my own? And what immediately came to mind when I was outlining this episode was being gay, is being gay, whatever, whatever tense you want to use there. We all know conversion therapy doesn't work. It's terrible and it doesn't work. Why? Because you are how you are. You know who you love. You know how you want to live your life. It's, it's ingrained in you. It's rooted. It's part of your values. Society can say whatever the fuck they want to say. And they can put you in whatever kind of programs. And it doesn't change. Because it's not rooted in your own values. It's not, it's not in you. I, all this to say, 
that if you are living and trying to live in a way that is outside of your values, it's not sustainable. Ultimately, it's not possible. And I'm watching this, this young woman break down at Boss Up because she's thinking about how the fuck am I supposed to live this life outside of my values, outside of what I can actually do and what I believe in. You can't. It's not sustainable. And I don't know if she had gone, you know, put that together. I think so, because she's very, very smart and like put, put all those steps together. And, you know, that as part of the reason that it was very emotional, because it's this thing of like, I can't do this. I know deep inside, even if you don't have the words for it yet, you know, deep inside, I can't do that. It's not sustainable. I don't want to do that. It's impossible for me to do that. So when we get to that moment, and if we say, you know what, this self-judgment that I have, right, in this case about being like, it has to be perfect, and perfection is based on what society has made up. If we're saying that, then we have the opportunity to say, that's not realistic, that's not my values, and then we have the opportunity to act in accordance with our own values. I get it. That statement may be a scary because we are a social species and we know that we want community and we thrive in community. I pro- Oh my goodness. Moving my hands over here, dropping the water bottle. We want community. We thrive in community. I promise you when you lead with your values, you will attract a community that shares those values. That's one of the best parts about the online space. And I got to see it in person this past week. We had almost 70 people there and the mafiosos y'all were amazing they have shared values similar values overlapping values and they all met online so many people they have known each other for years now they've worked together they've formed incredible friendships and incredible bonds and not once had they met in person yet this is why i always say online is real life it's just not in person so you can lead with your values, you can show up with your values, and you will attract a family that shares those values. Living in any other way is not sustainable. So the next time that you find yourself judging, know that it's okay. And if you're like, I want to go deeper with this, because you know, my whole stick is I don't want you to just wish stuff away. We are how we are. It's okay. But if you want to go a little deeper, then we take that breath that gives us that pause and allows us to respond instead of react. And then we say, what is this judgment? Where does it come from? Is it rooted in my values? Is it that I covet what that person has or is doing? Or is it rooted in society's values? And that's why I have this typically self-judgment. From there, you get to decide what you want to do next. Do you suspend the judgment? Do you give yourself grace? Do you choose to live into your values and attract that family that has those same or those shared or those overlapping values? All right, that's all I got. I'm looking at the time and we're going to cut it before 22 minutes because some of the other ones have been a little longer. So maybe, Emma, this will even out. As always, I am endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. If you liked it, you loved it, you want to share it, Amazing. That is how the podcast grows. Thank you for being literally the best audience. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.